No. And then I realized, I looked back on the Instagram, I've been on every on single Creed. fucking episode, so shut the fuck up. Dude, you know what's crazy? So I was you on, were on Creed. He just didn't you know post crazy? Creed on the Instagram. I didn't. You know what's crazy? So oh I my was God, on. No, 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 um, here's what I will say though, is I was no, on the phone. I was, I will explain later if there was a situation. I was on the phone with Wagner and his girlfriend earlier today. And when I, and when Wagner brought up like arguing to w- make us wait until he's, um, till he's ready, right? Till his highness is, you know, is all ready and set. Um, I made the point of given that he has not put on any episodes, he has no authority. And Maya wholeheartedly agreed. And Logan just fucking died. Logan just fucking died. Um, and he's bad. What? Uh, I heard See, the a thing is, Jordan, that if we, if we, like, were willing to do this without you, you wouldn't have been on the past, like, three episodes based on Facts. scheduling. That's, that's <laughs> true. That's Facts. Would Jordan ever be on the podcast? Bring back, bring back me and Jaden Piccarillo hosting, um, what was that? Black Ask Widow. With, what, with, what, what, Black, what the, Black, Black Widow. Black Widow. Black Widow. Yeah, yeah. Me and Jaden Piccarillo yeah. and Amanda Weed. It sounds like a fire. Amanda episode. Weed, if you're listening. Um, recording one of the worst Excelsior Dude, episodes look, ever. Sorry. Uh, look, one of the worst, still better than fucking um, Peacemaker and no so no wrong (laughs) wrong Wrong. um the latest interstates is interstates is peak um but guys welcome to excelsior after hours and when i say that i mean it's because we're all recording quite late and uh it's via more more it's it's midnight let's calm down it's 9 okay. p.m. for me. <laughs> very late for Patrick. Very late. It's very late way past Patrick. my bedtime. For, way past my bedtime. For those of us with other people sleeping, you know, voice modulation for them. Um, but uh, yeah, as promised, weekly Excelsior, going to be talking about Guardians. We actually scheduled and uploaded an episode without too much catastrophe, and I am so proud of us for other that. Other than me just like completely... Like, failed, like, like no, just no, no, dying no, 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 no. in the second third. Like part of the episode. No, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. We're gonna give a round of applause. We actually, for everybody, everybody, round of applause. We actually record, scheduled, recorded, and are going to upload an episode according to what we said, and that is and, a big achievement. And Jordan, can I say one more thing? We haven't done this yet. You are welcome. But assuming like the editing process goes quickly, we will also be posting an episode quickly after. The content of a movie comes out. A movie comes out. We we might still be relevant. (laughs) It is actually the first. It's actually the. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it's the first time since Multiverse of Madness that that has happened. Because (laughs) Love and Thunder. That was honestly way more recent than I I thought you were going to say, like, Endgame. No, no, it's the first time. What was the movie we all went to watch? Batman. We all went to watch Batman. Batman. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 Multiverse of Madness, because Thor Love and Thunder was not posted until a month after the movie came out. Uh, because I was in Italy when it came out, and so then, yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, but now, but look at that, look at that, we're all, we did Jordan's it, we did it, it's been done, and let's... It's the start of a trend, guys. It's, it's the start of a trend. It's gonna be so. this way for sure. <laughs> it is, Patrick. Oh, Patrick. <laughs> no, dude, dude, we're turning over a new leaf. What Season are we, three. What are we recording next week? Is the question. Yeah, let's let's maybe let's, let's do let's this wait. recording. First. <laughs> let's do. Let's, do this let's make sure we can first. make it through this one. Yeah, let's, exactly. Uh, let's um, so yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, guys, welcome back to Excelsior.
As always, I'm your host, Jordan Wasserberger. Today, as last week, I am joined by Patrick Steinbaugh. And, well, not and, but Logan Trakas. So happy to be here. By the way, I'm so used to only having the three of us that I just instinctually said and Logan Dracos. But this time, <laughs> for the first person. time in, there's a third person for the first time in forever, Ethan Wagner. I would just like to say that I have been on this podcast like a year longer than Patrick and Logan. But whatever. I think, <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, yeah actually, it's honestly, wait, how you want... targeted that towards me? I was about to defend you and say once again that you were on two episodes ago. <laughs> yeah, sorry that. I think we need to appreciate the increase in quality since we made the mm. incredible executive decisions of yeah. bringing on Patrick and Logan. This is this is and probably the best. The, uh, the, the scrap. Our Shout, out my, yeah. Shout out to Alexei, your asset. Probably the best free agent pickup in Excelsior history. Also, Patrick, the reason why I keep harping on Wagner is because while well, you're technically right that he actually was on two episodes ago, remind me, when was that episode published? Oh, I don't know. Probably yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> April yeah, like, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, it's actually, I believe, March 14th, which means in the last There's two no months, way that episode was up. Are you... That's it's April nineteenth. April nineteenth was when Creed was posted. Creed two was posted. Okay, so Jordan, it's been... you are so god. You are so all right. I want to get into Guardians. Yeah, 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 yeah. So are we're gone. gonna do we're gonna do you know the standard overall thoughts, and then we have a lot to get into with this movie because it's uh, I took notes it's, for the first time. I took notes while watching. Um, not while watching. I, yeah, all right. Bro, so, I was at a screening that Kevin Foggy was at. I was not going to pull out my phone. He like didn't like this part. <laughs> that actually is the power move, by the way. That actually is the power move. Just be like, eh, not worth my time. Um, we'll go in a circle. Like, like do voice and... notes. Like negative number three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Guardians three was one of my most anticipated of 2023 i forget like where it was in the list but like yeah. it delivers that's my general take is this movie delivers on everything that i wanted it to deliver on it is a very very strong em- emotional as fuck conclusion to the guardian story i was crying for most of this movie like not like sobbing but like tears down the face like i it, this movie got me left right and center um it is probably the darkest MCU film we've ever had. Like you can argue, maybe I guess Infinity yeah, War ending, but like, but this is the most like yeah, I get what you're saying. Right, like um, brutal, brutal. Which actually, we'll get to my negative in a second, but I want to stick with the positives first. Um, I mean, this does everything that we love about Guardians. It's funny, it's emotional, it's heartfelt. The team dynamics, for the most part, are great. Um, it tells a very solid cosmic story without like blowing things totally out of proportion. Uh, the action is fucking awesome. Like that one hallway yeah, scene where they're all yeah, together was just so good. Um, and it it's probably the best MCU conclusion that we've gotten. Like to a to a character story. Um, we're like I'm bring kind that of, up later. I'm I'm left in a place where I'm like. I don't need to see the Guardians ever again, and I will be totally satisfied. I did say with Peter that. Quill will return, though. 
Yes, obviously Peter Quill. Actually, said Star Lord will return. A legendary Star Lord, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, like I'm sure they're gonna bring him back. Like I'm sure they'll do something with the scrolls to like, and that's how they'll get Peter back in. But if we never saw the Guardians again, I would be totally fine with that. As much as I love them, um, my only real negatives are the only big one is personally i, I think, think we go... can get into the negatives later i don't want to cut you off. you want to go later okay yeah we can do later um, yeah all right I so like on that. my screen i have i have patrick next okay so yeah i want to hammer down on what jordan said about emotions because like no matter the minutiae of what is great or what is mm-hmm. bad about the movie you you feel passionate about the stuff that is great and bad this movie makes you feel hatred it makes you feel loss it makes you feel victory and that is something that while i am not a major critic of recent mcu like a lot of people as a as a product like i liked ant-man 3 but when i was talking about ant-man 3 i said i liked it i didn't have strong feelings on the stuff that i enjoyed Mm -hmm. didn't have strong feelings on the stuff that i hated and that will never be the kind of movie that like really brings things out of you where guardians 3 is the strongest is that it hits you with literally every emotion on the mm-hmm. spectrum and 100%. even the stuff about it that you don't like is like oh i really wish that i had like that right it's not like oh this didn't work for me at least my solid negative of the movie um which i'll get into later it's like man if this were just if this were just a little better this would be like like a near perfect movie for me so yeah i'll, I'll get into more specifics later but that, yeah, that yeah. was the biggest thing was and I really like this movie because yeah. it it just it came in hard with the emotion. It delivered. It delivered. Logan, you're up next. Yeah, <clears throat> I think uh, the big picture of this movie was really solid. I think the directing, the the writing was actually pretty good in the big term, right? Like the broad strokes were really really strong in this movie, stronger than. Um, an MCU movie in a long time, especially one that we've reviewed in a long time. Um, and I really appreciated all of the performances. Uh, I like, like, like you said, we're not going to get into negatives because I think I might have, at least the people that I saw it with, I was a bit more down on this movie than, oh, um, than, than most people. Um, but that's not because of the big things. Like I said, uh, I think the, the plot was amazing. Uh, I thought the introduction of new characters, which was my mm-hmm. big Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was actually really good. They expanded the universe and made it interesting. They didn't just stay on one planet the entire time. Uh, so I would completely agree that the the big picture of this movie was was amazing. Yeah. Wagner? Yeah. Um, I, I agree with the emotional stuff. I'll, I'll talk about something else. Um, they did a really good job, for me at least, both the A and B plot, but like I'm only saying A and B just because there were two of them, um, were in my eyes done really, really well. Um, and sometimes that's like a hard thing to do. And the MCU has a track record of being able to do that well, like in Infinity War and like in Endgame and stuff like that. But like, I don't know, it's not something I like, I don't think should be like taking for granted, like having these two storylines yeah. running simultaneously, like really well, like not really detracting from one another at all. Like, I don't know. Like, I just thought there were equally amazing storylines. And so, yeah, I don't know. I thought that was amazing. And I think um, for me, what really did it when talking about, we've had really lengthy discussions on this podcast about Guardians 1 and 2. Um, 
and the problems with Guardians 2 and Logan brought the the world building. And I agree with that. And I would say the biggest thing that stood out to me was characters <laughs> and yeah. some Drax and mm-hmm. Mantis, like, yes, fucking, like, exactly. comeback. Yeah. Like, oh, Huge. I'm using Nebula as, like, a Huge catalyst comeback. to, like, expose that. Like, yeah, like, I, I just thought the characters as a whole were just way better. And it was as if they had basically introduced some of the characters again. Like, yeah, because um, yeah, I think the big thing. Oh, yeah. If you keep. Yeah. Going. Yeah. Well, I, I'll just like finish my thought. It's just like that, I think, was the biggest difference between two and three for me and why mm. it was like, like not I, I, not to like spoil, but like I still would have Guardians one above it. But like why I, I would say way I would closer too. to that, though, yeah. like, like yeah. I just think every single character landed and I was so freaking mad at Gamora the whole time and then oh my and then that last scene dude where like she goes in and she's got her own family you know like it was kind of cheesy and obvious but like personally I didn't see it like like and like Peter couldn't get that for a lot of the movie and oh my god that shit was funny like yeah it was a really funny movie and like yeah that was just at the the yeah. all the riz bro and the lack of it was just hilarious yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I, I'm. Yeah, I wanted to touch on your Drax and Mantis yeah. point because for me that was always my biggest. Like, I, like I had many critiques of Volume Two, but my biggest one was always the very mean spirited nature of a lot of the character interactions mm-hmm. because it's Drax talking down to a girl who's essentially a slave, and it's it, it's like somebody that you it's somebody that you feel bad for and then just just beating her with his words and this movie fixes that because mantis gives as good as she gets in the movie mm-hmm. she Dra- drax is still drax he's still saying his um his stupid things he's still making fun of her but she is also able to yeah. push it out she 100%, is yeah. 100%. and, and as and it plays way, I love so it. I much loved better. Yeah, so much better. And in certain situations, like yeah, like towards the it's it's it allows the guardians to have conflict without ever questioning their familial status. Like, hundred. That's the biggest point. Because, is yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that was a big thing with volume two, and I think it was an okay idea in volume two. I think again, the execution, um, the execution was off. But, like, when Mantis says something in third act where it's, like, you can see she genuinely, like, does not believe Drax is all that intelligent, which he isn't. And she sees it actually hurts his feelings and instantly is, like, all right, forget. And it's played for a joke, but it also works with the character because it's not a family that is actually out to get one another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. I think... Let's take this, like, one segment at a time. And so we should start with the obvious, which is plot. Um, I love the way this movie is set up, where you're, we're like, you're just thrown into it. We're, by spoilers, we should have said this earlier, but huge spoilers for Guardians. We always spoil it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we watch this movie. before watching the movie. <laughs> right, watch the movie first. Um, but anyways, the movie starts, and, like, immediately Rocket just is about to die like gets hit by adam warlock like and it's just i mean at death's door 
um, you know, they try to save him and, and then they, they're like, oh shit, he has this weird thing in his chest and we got to figure out what the fuck that is. Interesting and then that's that had, that had never come up in like all, right. all the Guardians that, that movies, has, but like... Has never, has never been that, injured. That, that, has ever. never gotten injured before, ever. Ever. Never yeah, uh, that's what it's like. Ever. ever. Whatever. Like, Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Um, I love the way that's set up. I thought the plot was done really, really well. Um, I mean, there's no real way around this. Like, this is just one of my negatives. Because, like, they do a great job, a great job of making you fucking hate the High Evolutionary. Like, I wanted that dude to die fucked so, so badly. And I was so happy when he did. That being said, I think they go too far with the animal cruelty stuff. Like, totally I think... immensely disagree. Completely Dude, disagree. Me, but, okay, okay, so that's fine. I was thinking about this the whole so, but That's fine. My thing is, like, at a certain... And I understand why they show it, right? And it's important that they show it. I have zero issue with them showing it. I think they show too much, and it's too grotesque. Like, it gets to a point in the movie where I was just like, I don't ever, as much as I love this movie, and I want to stress, I love this movie, and they succeed, by the way, in their mission, which is to make you, to shatter your heart and, like, make you feel everything that Rocket and the rest of the Guardians are feeling and make you hate the High Evolutionary as much as they do, and they totally knock it out of the park with that. But at a certain point, I was just like, I never want to watch this again. Like, this is so unbelievably grotesque. And it's not even like, it's not the scenes with Rocket that got me because those scenes are actually done in a very tasteful way where you're not yeah, literally they're seeing them not wearing it. They're very careful with that. Those aren't the scenes that got me. It's all of the stuff with the cybernetic implants in the, in, um, in the other creatures were like, by the way, huge props to the fucking VFX guys, but, like, they animate every, like, bit of flesh and, like, grotesque scar on all of these creatures. I want to certain... insert real quick on the VFX department. I feel like this was the first Marvel movie in a while where the VFX department was not insanely overworked or cut back oh, on yeah. time. Like, yeah, Ant-Man Quantumanian specifically could have been, like, really amazing VFX, and it, like... It obviously it looked very impressive, but it wasn't to the level it could have been. I feel like everything here was fully realized. Yeah, hundred percent. They no, no, no. They killed it. They killed it. And like this is just a testament to how good they were. But I'm having this reaction. But like I don't know. For me, it was just like at a certain point, I was like, I don't want to fucking watch this. And then like when he, when uh when the high evolutionary and his guards kill uh lila teeths and floor like when you have the blood literally pouring yeah, out of them like it was, like, it was like, i was like that's not usual I was marvel like, death bro it's usually just it's not marvel bad. at all but they make the bullet like, holes like very very clear right like yeah and like dude like like the like floors floor is a white rabbit and like his fur is stained dark red and it's like holy fuck like again again they succeed in exactly what they want to do I just think they go a little too far, personally. But, but I think that's the point. It's not gratuitous, right? Like, I think it all, is. It's all. It's think... all to a point. But if you're saying they succeeded, <laughs> yeah, like, no, no, you you can. I, I think you can recognize yeah. that it's that it's not something that you enjoy experience without attributing it to a negative. Okay, yeah, that's I fair. think it's like that's I think fair. that there's that's a difference fair. between enjoying the experience and understanding why it's necessary to the movie. And it's important. 
that's the movie. Fair. And that's why, like, that's fair. I just disagree with it. Like, I, I wouldn't have changed it at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to let Logan talk. Yeah, yeah, Logan. I mean, I mean um, yeah, we're on, the plot. We're, on, we're on the plot section right now. Because, like, that's it. Like, and then we can get to, like, the ending later. But, like, first half of the plot, what are our, what are our thoughts? Yeah, I don't have a, a ton of thoughts on the first half of the plot. I thought it, like, was a little bit kind of video game-esque in that it's that this guy showed up, did some stuff, and then left. And because of that, we have to go on this adventure. Um, I felt... Like, it, it wasn't an actual uh, complaint of mine, but it was a little kind of tick that went off in my head that was like, this was like really convenient to set up the plot to be very linear in that it's like, yeah. we need to go this to here to get this thing. Then because we went here and got this thing, we need to go here. But they didn't know thing. it was going, like, 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 I guess it was linear and it was kind of obvious when they cut into the first base and they're like, we're getting out that early in the movie that like they weren't done. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, I wouldn't say it was like, necessarily like obviously built like destination 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 like that's kind of like how the first movie is in a way yeah it felt i agree with that it felt very similar to the first movie and like they go here and then then shit goes wrong and then they go here and shit goes wrong whatever um what do we think of adam warlock in this movie i thought he was one logan did you have anything yeah yeah i didn't mean to cut you off (laughs) I, I, have, I have stuff on uh, my my stuff's more on characters. If we want to stick to okay, okay. now, though, yeah, let's just yeah, 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 talk yeah, for yeah. a second. Adam, or I guess Adam. Warlock I this is a character. I guess it's a character. I yeah. All right, so I'll say Adam Warlock, and then we'll go into yeah. character. I loved him. I don't know. Like I, I heard well. beforehand that he kind of got like taskmasterized in this, but I didn't think so at all. No, I'm in I I loved his use in the plot. I loved his characterization as this like. Basically himbo. Yeah, um, just, he came out too early. Yeah, so which like, yeah, they made it make sense. It, I didn't yeah, think it was. Yeah, it, like I thought. And it was then totally and then Will Poulter, bro, he brought it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like hundred percent wild. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he was I loved I, I loved everything about Adam Warlock in this movie. Okay. Aside from, I think there's like there's one little bit after after his mom dies. It's literally like one scene after his mom dies. Before he turns, where he's like about to attack Groot or whatever, and then passes yeah, yeah. out, and it's it's like you don't entirely understand what his motivation is in that because like his his mom's already dead at at the cause of the high evolutionary. Yeah, I thought high evolutionary. hundred yeah, percent. Don't really know, but but again, like that's one moment, and everything else about his characterization, I love. I think that could also yeah. be explained by he's in shock. Yeah, song. he's in shock. Also, like yeah, you know, and, 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 and yeah, it's something you could provide an explanation. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I thought, I thought, yeah, I thought it was very interesting that like because he is only in this movie to create a plot for the Guardians, and normally that'd be a bad thing about a character, right? If they're literally just a, div- a plot device. I thought they did a good job with Adam Warlock and like they introduced him in a good way where like James Gunn basically's like, yeah, we don't really have to explain Adam Warlock. Because like Adam Warlock in the comics is a huge deal. He's like one That's of the biggest characters deal. in the comics. Like, like like huge deal. And they and just scrapped that shit forever. They're just, they're just <laughs> like, like forever. We're, not do that. we're never getting that <laughs> Like we're just gonna put in this other version of him. And like he could become that if Marvel wants to keep going with him. But Marvel could just as easily not keep going with Adam Warlock, and it'd be totally fine. I think that was good. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I guess we can get into characters. Wait, 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 like, wait, I just want to say one more uh, yeah, couple things more about yeah. Adam Warlock. It reminded me of Fat Thor a little bit. Um, I just mm. in the way, no, 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 not that the characters are similar, just that like 
like Fat Thor is not like a comic thing. You know what I mean? Like it's just yeah, a total yeah. like fucking like left field. Like I, I knew Adam Warlock was yeah, in this movie, and they just totally just went in a whole fucking different direction. That's totally. that's what I meant by it. Um, yeah, I got the you. other thing um, was that I think the importance of Adam Warlock is not just that he starts the plot, but in every MCU movie, you need some way to set the tone yeah. for this villain, right? And they, I think they do the sovereign scene where we know the sovereign as like this like elite like society, right? Who like is clearly like insanely advanced, like insanely like intellectual, right? This like very, very strong society who is then like literally at the will of this dude. And I think, okay. and I think that makes Guardians 2 better. Yeah, okay. I think it makes the sovereign more interesting. Yeah, it's an important it's an important yeah. way to set the stage for the villain, which I think they did um really well, at least in that scene. Though I, I have yeah. I, my only problems are probably with the villain, but I guess we'll Yeah, I well, I want but I want to get to the high evolutionary because like I've also problems. Um as much as I love it. And I think now? Yeah, I mean, we're gonna go into characters unless anybody else say anything else to say on plot. Well, if we're like, going into characters, I want to let Logan talk first because okay. we're kind of yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I kind of went into this movie expecting, like, obviously something a little bit different. I think they delivered really well in what they were uh, trying to do, but I think a big thing for me that bothered me throughout the movie was that this is really a soft reset in a way that Thor Ragnarok was. Yeah, um, 100%. especially for the character. And so in Thor Ragnarok, you kind of saw a continuation of the characters that we already knew, but in a new context and in, in a, like a completely new plot and them resetting everything we already knew about Thor. But I thought the translation of the characters of what we had already seen of them to how they act in this movie was a little bit inconsistent. Can you elaborate so? and be more specific? I don't get that. Can you elaborate? Yeah, yeah so I, I think... I think a lot of the kind of interactions with, in particular, the ones between Quill and Nebula threw me a little bit. I hadn't seen that kind of dynamic between them, um, that close of a dynamic between them. They're, like you saw it a little bit in Guardians 2, but not really all that much. And then obviously we see a little bit of it in Endgame. Um, and, Infinity, the, and Infinity War. Yeah. And then I also thought um, them building on Drax and Mantis was really cool but again, we've seen, we know these characters. We've been with them yeah. for several movies through Infinity War, Endgame, Guardians 1, Guardians 2, and creating new dynamics for them just threw me a little bit. And I think it can be overcome in terms of a little bit of mindset of thinking this as a soft reset for the Guardians franchise. Um, mm -hmm. But the fact that these are such established characters that we've seen in so many movies and trying to change their dynamics um, and introduce new ones. Uh, definitely threw me a little bit. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I don't think. I'm it gonna, was, yeah, I'm gonna have to disagree. Yeah, on I don't the think it was negative impact like, uh, of that because I do yeah. agree it's a soft reset, and I think it's very similar to Thor Ragnarok. And I would, if I was rating it in the MCU, it would probably be ahead of Thor Ragnarok, but somewhere in that like area for me personally. Um, yeah, it's an A tier. But like, yeah, that's that's how like it felt somewhere in there. I would have to think about that more before I just like place it. But like, yeah, that's kind of how I felt too, Jordan. Um, I think there's a couple things. First, there's a clear time gap between when we've yeah. seen the Guardians last. And I think that allows 
for like the assumption of like some new dynamics. Um, and I think Nebula's turn like throughout the movies has been set up perfectly yeah. to like, like for me to think that like she would interact with the guardians in that way. So I think that stays within her character. I don't think Drax was that much different from how we knew him. Like the whole point, like mm-hmm. at the end was that he was like a father and, and that was like his whole thing. And the, the, like, that's like what he was, right? Like that was his whole motivation because his, his, his daughter died. And then, Mantis like becoming a little more intelligent and being able to like go back and forth with Drax better um, and having like being a little more active as a person, um, I think is shown a little bit in the Christmas special, which we have not brought up yet. Um, I didn't even watch it. <laughs> yeah, no, I was, I was going to say, sorry, just quickly but, uh, yeah. when I brought up that point earlier, Drax and Mantis literally since volume two, because even a little bit in infinity war, they're, dynamic has been steadily improving through the holiday special too yeah i was gonna say like yeah maybe i just don't know if you can have your cake and eat it too in terms of oh there's a significant time gap so we can make assumptions about these characters but also see a direct continuation of the dynamics we already know yeah so it feels like either like we should have had that like evolution of the relationship already specifically between drax and mantis because we see the evolution of the relationship between uh nebula and quill but it's almost like we start from this exact same place, especially also with some of the relationships with Rocket. No, no, no. dude, dude. I'll, I'll take I think a that's a little bit of a stretch, Logan. I think. Okay. I, no, 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 I'll take a harder stance. I was just like, I thought you were. I think no, no, no. It's just Patrick like said his thing about the holiday special, and then they respond. I just want to say like, like I think Patrick. I think they've been setting these things up, you know, and I think it's a little bit of a jump, right? And I get what you're saying it, and I think it's like not. I think it is true that it's like a little bit of a soft reset. But I think it's way more egregious than Thor. Like, Thor's, like, completely freaking different in Ragnarok. Whereas, yeah. and when there's no exclamation for it. And, like... But that's what like I'm that saying in terms of, like, them committing to the soft reset in terms of, like, we, like, completely... But I don't think they're that much different. I think it's a progression of what we're seeing. So this, I, think I, I, I don't see I what you get from that. Yeah, what I want to say is I think... In this, because I, I didn't notice that, I didn't notice that like at all. I thought every dynamic between the Guardians was exactly where I thought they would be going into this movie. Like, I mean, I, and by the way, like I'm like I'm very happily surprised that like Drax and Mantis was so much better than they've been in previous movies. But like, especially the Peter and Nebula, and the big one for me was the stuff between Peter and Rocket. Like, it felt like the absolute pinnacle of yeah, all like of their relationships progressing towards from the last five minutes yeah, yeah. Like this felt totally totally earned made total sense and like even the peter nebula stuff like i don't think it's such a logical leap to say i mean they've gone through hell together twice and nebula's really besides rocket the closest person to peter given gamora's death and she's the only one who can actually understand what Peter's going through. And so, like, it made sense to me that, like, yeah, in the years since Gamora's now gone off, they probably got closer. Yeah, and like, I, I like, think it's perfectly sense. within Nebula's character arc as well. I, I just, I, I, I yeah. get what you're saying, and I think it's, like, a little bit of a soft reset, and, like, there is this time gap, and, like, I just don't, like, it didn't, edge, it didn't irk me at all, and I thought it was yeah. totally mm-hmm. believable, totally within their progressions. So I, I just, I, I'm going to have to disagree personally. I was going to say, I, I had a note on this after I watched the movie. 
Nebula has sneakily become one of the best guardians. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. I, I think so. In this, Dude. And especially that moment where she, she hears Rocket mm. over. Oh, and, and she just stops. And she just stops. And she just stops. So, and she's. And, so and it's like you don't. Like when you think about it, she and Rocket were the two people that didn't get blipped. And yeah. James Gunn has said that. Guardians 2 takes place like two months after Guardians 1. So that's literally, if you account for like the nearly 10 years since 2014, plus the five years of the blip, that's like 15 years yeah, yeah. for these people. And, and she's just over time, like part of that was gone searching for Thanos, but it's, and Karen Gillan is acting her ass yeah. off. So this is, this is what I want to bring up. 100%, 100%. Dude, Karen Gillian, Karen Gill is it Gillan or Gillian? I don't know. Whatever, Karen Gillian and Bradley Cooper give such ridiculously good performances in this movie. I was like, gonna, you, you mentioned Bradley Cooper. I'm going to say Sean Gunn because Young Rocket is played by Sean Gunn. Is he really? Yeah. I did not know that. Dude, and Sean Gunn. Like, I guess it, like, yeah, they, I guess it, I didn't even think about that. They kick so much ass in this movie. Like, I mean, they just on every level they deliver. By the way, I thought also, like, uh, I mean, we'll talk, we can talk about the acting later, but like, I thought also Chris Pratt just gave it his all. Oh my God. Like, yeah. Chris like, Pratt was out of this world. He, I mean, like, like just fucking crushed it. I do want to stay on the Guardians before we get to the other characters for one quick second, because I want to talk about the main character of this movie, which is Rocket. Every single solitary scene with Rocket is like fucking flawless. Everything, every everything, whether it's young Rocket, old Rocket, whether it's like just the way they they don't transform Rocket. The way they build on Rocket in this movie is so good. His story is so well done. You, I mean, he's always like kind of been the main character next to Quill, right? Besides Quill, he has the most backstory or the most like hinted at backstory in it's the crazy. Guardians. They set it up in Guardians they 1. They set it up in Guardians 1. Yeah, like, Guardians crazy. <laughs> and like obviously because we see so much of Rocket in Infinity War and Endgame, like we as the audience feel more connected to him um than maybe some of the other Guardians. I don't know, maybe that's just me, but like I always have felt more connected to Rocket just because we've literally gotten two more movies from him. Um but in this movie, it just takes it to a whole other level. And like, like it's what we were saying in the beginning with emotion, like you're totally right there. Um, especially with early rocket, like early rocket, the, the heartbreak in his eyes when the high evolutionary is like, what do you mean? We like, you're just disposable. Like you're, you're not going to the, to the new colony. You're just a fucking like thing for me to just be done with. Like that scene is so brutal because you see, I mean, it's, it's total Stockholm syndrome, but you see how much Rocket wanted to believe that like this was all going to be okay, and then it's just like there was nah, though, you're die. and it was interesting. Um, this is my one like little because I thought I thought everything Rocket's like head was just like perfectly like I, I just wouldn't have changed any of it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I honestly thought it was the better half. Um, the one thing that just confused me, and I, it's not like, like, because you're saying that, right? Um, and I get that point, and that's how they set it up, Jordan. I totally agree. But then it's the scene, because what caught my eye was when Rocket steals the piece. Yeah. 
Oh, you're saying like he because he has all the he's other pieces. He has all the other pieces yeah, yeah. whole time, right? Yeah. And so he's clearly like, yeah, known. I guess a little bit. I guess that I guess that you can you can be heartbroken and also like have a little like backup plan. I guess. Um, I yeah, I, I, I think it's also just I I liked it as just it's part of Rocket's nature, yeah. right? Because yeah, just he finds things and he, yeah. a raccoon. He finds like, things. He takes them. no, but it, was, it wasn't no. just that he was finding things. He was no, he, he was, was intentionally building. trying to yeah. make a card that could break them out. Those are not random, like. But it's like not. It's not necessarily an escape attempt yeah. sort of thing. It could be like he. We're living in these cages. Like, oh man, what if I could build something that could like get us out of these cages? It's not necessarily. Yeah. I didn't see it you, as. You could also argue that like uh, rocket, it's not a big critique. Yeah, yeah. It was just something that no, like, not, the one like little uh, thing that I thought they like. I wish they had just like set up. Like I get there's the like naive rocket and stuff like that, but I just I wish they had better set up some. Part of Rocket being like a little skeptical, because I think no, see, this is, I don't know if they need it. No, no, no. Think... But this is, I actually disagree because this is what makes the this is what makes the emotion is that Rocket's a fucking baby when this yeah, all starts. Yeah. Like if he's not, the whole point of this is that he's a child when the high evolutionary is doing this stuff to him. He's not the cynical, like wickedly intelligent, um, you know cutthroat character that we see in guardians one he is a kid and of course he's gonna believe that what's being done to him is for his is for you know his own like his best interest because that's what's been told to him his whole life and so whatever that whatever pain he's going through whatever physical torture and whatever he's been convinced and brainwashed that this is to make you perfect, which is what the high evolutionary says. And so for him, like you could say like, okay, maybe he had this backup plan. Maybe he started to like, be like, Hey, this is not right. But he still wanted to believe that he wasn't just a fucking like thing to be literally incinerated. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, 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 I get what you're saying. I just think they did it really well. And then the other, the other rocket scene. Yeah. Yeah. The, the other rocket scene before we talk about the high evolutionary, unless people have other things. Um, but the other rocket scene that, killed me is when he dies and like sees lila and his friends again and Kings i station i was just gone it's king's cross i was just gone i was like okay like i would have fucking cried out i mean that um, that is the scene right? it's the scene it's it's just it's just so fucking brutal um and then rocky comes back and he's fine and then you get a badass fight scene that I wish was set to hooked on a feeling and i'm so sad that hooked on a feeling was not in this movie what do you guys think of the soundtrack it's great. It's, I mean, it's, it's Guardians. It's just pretty it, awesome. It, it was good. I don't think it's Guardians 1 soundtrack. It's not Guardians 1. You can never have a Guardians like, 1 soundtrack. It's yeah, impossible. it's like, I wasn't yeah. expecting it to be Guardians. Like, like I, w- I wasn't there's expecting like, there's like good soundtracks, soundtracks, and there's like soundtracks that I have downloaded on my phone. You know what I mean? Right, right. That's like, the difference. Like, you can yeah. literally listen to Guardians soundtrack if it's like a fucking album. <laughs> yeah. Bro. That's what we did. On our way home from the movie, we just played Guardians 1 soundtrack. Yeah. You, can right. just, Guardians, you literally yeah, can just yeah. click that shit 100%. 100%. Yeah, um, I will say, did you all catch the very sneaky sneak-in of the Guardians 1 theme in, like, the second-to-last battle? Yeah, I was expecting them to use it more. I thought they were going to use it more. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's the third movie and it's like it's over. But yeah, it was cool. Yeah, to have. I, it was cool. To have it. It was cool. Yeah. Um, let's get to the high evolution. No, 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 no. Unless can we, people can we wait, can we wait on the high evolution? Because I think that's okay, the that's okay. the best part. Um, if we're gonna talk about another character, yeah, let's what character? I want to get into Gamora. Yeah, I was gonna say. Ooh, okay, Gamora, I want to talk yes, about Gamora yes, too Gamora. before we yeah, because yeah. Gamora 
is my only decent negative with the film. Yes. And yes. Yes. and what's tough about it is I I don't know what your problem with it was, Jordan, but my main negative isn't even really this movie's fault. It's Infinity War, which I'm not saying what they did with Gamora in Infinity War was bad. It's a very emotional and effective for the plot of Infinity War. But I think Infinity War kind of made it tough to piece Gamora into this movie. And her characterization, based on what they did to bring her back in Endgame, I would have loved to see more growth. Could not have said it better myself. Could not have said it better. There is zero change from Gamora. Zero. I'm, I'm not expecting her to fall in love with Peter again. Yeah, I'm not, not expecting that relationship to come back. But I really, since she's such a big part of the mm-hmm. core Guardians, I would have loved if they did some sort of journey for her to at, at least end up with the Guardians again. That was. You really think that's in her character? Or do you I, think that's I, like so, something so, that I'm going to say. I'm, I, I don't know where Logan's going to go. I think it's in the, her character if they find the right journey to make it's it. It's also in her character. character since it literally happened in the first movie. Okay. Like, can I? Which, by the way, may have been the reason for not doing it in this movie. Can I rebuttal this? Because yeah. I, I, I was yeah. assuming that someone was going to bring this up. And I, I disagree. And I was going to come up here and say that there was no growth until towards the end of the movie. And I think... Gamora for me comes out net positive. Though I don't think she's like the best character, but I don't think that's the point. Um, Gamora says the line, um, like you are like based off your life experiences, right? And they're just different people, period. Yeah. And that's, and, and what you need to understand about this movie is it's a completely different person. Yeah. And it's not, it's not your Gamora. And I don't, and the whole point and what Quill has to deal with and accept is that like, it's just not your Gamora. It's a totally different person who is not, who is just helping the guardians, right? Is hired by the guardians and has her own family. And she always had her own family. I hear your point And I understand that. I don't think that's as good. I don't think that's as yeah. satisfying. I think you can have her be her own person, be a very separate person, and she is very different from original Gamora personality-wise, without it feels like compromising the core tenet of Gamora's personality, which was that she was doing like good things yeah. at heart. Because the Ravagers are still they're they're not great people. Yeah. They do good I things. Not, time say, to time. But you gotta remember where she gets pulled out in Endgame in the time. I remember, no, no, and I'm not no, no. saying it doesn't make sense. I'm saying I don't think it's as good. Yeah, I, to, I, I think it's like we, it's just I'll whether or not they want to do it, right? Um, yeah, I forgot what we were talking about. It's, such... like it's a choice whether or not they do it. You know, it's not. Yeah, like a, yeah, yeah, it's not. It's yeah. I I, I think they just made at least. I think they made the right choice. The I wish. But I would I would add. I think they here's how I'd raise you. I really here's don't. How, here's how I'd raise you. Did you did you not feel a little bit cheated by the backpack scene? Because personally, that's the scene where I where I felt a little bit cheated. Because the assumption is when Gamora's alone on the ship, we're gonna get some inkling of her not again, not whoa, whoa, becoming whoa, 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 whoa. She sees like she's smiling, she's enjoying it. She sees how a version of herself 
could have been a part of this team and could have loved Quell. That's not where I was going. That's not where I was going. No, no, no. But but That's the whole point. No, 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 Jordan. I know where you're going with this. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. Just, just, just let me. Just let but me the viewers. Me but the viewers don't know. Trust me. I know where you're going with this. Look. But the viewers don't know. You can speak. No, no, go ahead. No, 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 Oh, like she's gonna like fall back in love with Quill, and then there's the scene. Wrong. Okay, whatever. Fuck you, Jordan. Wrong. There's the scene where they're like laying together, and you think they might kiss, right? Like they're building this, right? But the whole point is like that's just not it, you know. And it's like a setup, and it's a letdown, but it's an intentional letdown. Wrong. All right, if we can get over Jordan and Ethan literally being married, (laughs) I think actually I kind of like to disagree with both of you guys, where. I didn't necessarily think that, like, she needed to travel back to herself and, like, right, like, this this journey. And I agree with Patrick where they could do it in a way where it would be earned. And personally, I would be very satisfied if they had that journey and they made it earned. I would be okay with that. I wish they had more development of her as a character other than that. If they're not going to make her fall in love with Quill... Make her do something else. Don't have her just be a ravager. Have her. That's have the other... whole point. That's the whole point. The whole point is she's literally just a ravager. And Bro. it's a waste. Right, character. but then you're intentionally a just placing a one note character, character yeah. in the movie. Yeah. A one note yeah. so emotionally is helping them along the way. No, no, right, but that's not what Gamora is. To, like, Gamora you have to recognize that. It's a yeah. different person. No, but, but the thing is, it's a different person. Then make it be a different person. Have her be like an individual. Ethan, she's she's a different person. person. She killed everyone. She shot guys, the person's guys, leg as soon as she walked through the door. That's all she is. That's the That's the point. She is just a ravager. That's the whole point. Seeing Gamora like transform. Original Gamora transformed and was a multi-dimensional character. This new Gamora. She's not a multi-dimensional character. We're not saying that she has to go on the no, same journey, but she is but a character in the movie. And Ethan, if, if you prefer your characters as one... No- All right, you've been... Mu- Jordan muted you, Ethan, by the way. <laughs> he doesn't know. He doesn't know he's been muted. It doesn't have to be in love with Star-Lord. Have how, does he not, how does he not know? Ethan, Jordan muted you. <laughs> Wait, how do I unmute him? Wait, wait, wait. Did he leave? Is that no, Ethan? Okay, Ethan, what? Ethan, why are you declining my Ethan, prompt to unmute we your all, microphone? We all get the point that she's yeah, a different character. Not the I issue. don't know why you're so happy with her being not complex at all. Ethan, I thought it was because like Ethan, it's not okay. Wait, just, Ethan, just, Ethan. just try and understand what I'm saying because I understand what you guys are saying, right? And I, I think. There's like a total different. I understand that there's a totally different version of this movie where like there's Gamora gets like a tad more screen time or like a tad more gets done with her screen time. And that, that's I'm, I'm not saying she's like perfect, right? Like I'm just not saying I'm just saying like I wish like they had just like she the movie's not about her. It's not about her growth. She has it doesn't have to be about her for her to have growth as a character. Yeah. I just thought it was a creative way to do it. I just thought it was, I, I'm not saying it's like the best perfect way, 
like, and I get that she's like kind of one dimensional and she doesn't really grow in it. And like, like maybe there's like a little bit where she's like smiling more at the end, but like not any real yeah, growth. Yeah, it's like she grows a no, little. No, no, little. she has no real there's, growth. hundred percent. She's like a basic no dimensional character. Basically. The waste of a character. Probably, probably yeah. the worst character in the movie. Like who gets yeah, substantial easily, screen easily. time, especially anyone who gets substantial screen time. Right. But I thought it was a creative, different way to do it. And maybe I like creativity, like, a little bit more than you. No, know, no. You Maybe Ethan is just smarter than the rest of us. Yeah. It's no, like, it's, not, like, it's not Ethan, what I'm saying. It's not Ethan, what I'm saying. Ethan, here's, I'm saying. here's the problem. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Okay. Here's the problem. You're right. You're right. They do a different thing than what we all expected. It's just that that different thing isn't different as good. <laughs> yeah. Here's, okay. here's what I would say. Here's, no, let me speak. Let me speak. Here's what I'd say on the Kimura point. I, we all understand what you're saying. We all agree because it's literally a plot point of the movie. It is what different Gamora. It is what happened. However, Gamora as a whole, not last version, not this version, as a whole, deserves better. Because while this is a different Gamora, we as the audience have known Gamora for 10 years and so we want something more like you can and live I outside of it she fell of... off thanos killed her bro you don't get She's that shit. and you're gonna have to fucking just, deal with it you keep like pretending that we don't get exactly i am gonna have to deal with it because i think this movie did it wrong yeah, like, i disagree wrong. i just disagree. Because, i just disagree ethan you're not even listening i think it is a major the, the problem is I think it clashes with the other endings of the character. When yeah. so much of the rest of these so characters... Much right. No, nobody dies in this movie. None of the main characters. No everybody gets their satisfying Which conclusion. Which is shocking. Shocking, by the way. One random, con one random conclusion, Gamora's leaving it intentionally unsatisfying when everybody else's has yeah. been made to be such a completion yeah. of this 100%. nightmare journey different... is jarring and I don't think it's works. Different... Yes, I fucking get it that it's a different person. <laughs> no, not what I was going to say. Not what I was going to say. I was not going to say it was a different person. I'm just saying, like, the way I saw it, the way I saw it, it's not that it's just a different person. The way I saw it is that, like, for her, for Gamora, this is more, even though we see as the audience there's a sentimental value in crap, right? And, like, we want her, like, storybook ending. For her, at the end of the day, it's 100,000 credits for this job. You know, and she and did that's her bad. role, that's and she got home to her family. That's a boring character. You're just not addressing the fact that that's not it. as good. I, but she's not I, as good. I didn't think it was necessary. Like, I don't like think you're saying what they did. I know no, what they I did. I watched the movie. I think it's movie is what I'm trying to say. Okay, okay, whatever. We can move on. We all agree this is a good movie. I'm not saying it was necessary for the movie in order for the movie to be good, I'm saying I think it's a negative. I think it doesn't yeah. work. I know, I I'm, I'm, guys, guys. I'm saying I'm disagreeing, and I'm saying I understand guys. your point, and I totally think she's one-dimensional, and I think it would have been a totally different, interesting way to see her like have her own journey, and maybe that would have been better. I just like the way they did it, and I prefer it. I've just never I'm, heard somebody argue for one-dimensional. And I thought it was just, okay, and I'm I'm doing it, so fuck off. Crazy take. More one-dimensional characters in the more end. I just you heard thought it, you it was heard nice to have, like, everyone else was multi-dimensional, so why can't we just have, like, I just thought it was nice. Okay, <laughs> everybody else Guys, was everyone else was so good. Let's have, we need a bad we character. Need we need someone with more one-dimensional character. We I need a bad have, character. Like, more shit. This is, this is maybe, the, this is maybe the first time in history that anybody's argued for just worse characters. Worse. More worse. bad characters. The whole More bad characters in the MCU. Please. Right. Let's, uh, <laughs> okay. let's move on. Let's move on. Let's go to the last... Let's go to the last... To the last main character of this movie. Um, 
the high evolutionary is a what did we think about in that? my opinion I would love okay to okay so i okay okay i think he's a great villain with one glaring flaw like i think overall the high evolutionary you fucking hate him he is as cruel and as vicious as it gets much better than a lot of the villains we've gotten in phase four in that he was actually menacing and em- he shares some similarities with Kane with Kang in that he actually right. emotes and you actually and you actually <laughs> All right. not actually rest in peace. rest like he's a shitty dude so not really rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, whatever but you actually like expand <laughs> no Please. but you actually, you actually like, on what similarities because in, in both cases, like in Kang and in High Evolutionary, super emotive, super emotional. You actually understand on a physical level well, why they are doing Hammond, what they're the way, doing. So okay, whatever, it's fine. Just I on all of that, on all of the front end stuff, whatever, it doesn't matter. On, on all of the front end stuff, I think the High Evolutionary delivers very, very well. My one negative is this. So his motivation is to build this perfect society and like to do that, he's going to experiment on like basically thousands of like innocent creatures and kill all of the ones who don't work. Right. That's his plan. Why? Because they never explain. That anything. wasn't my problem with the high evolution. Wait, wait, wait. Just let your his, his name is literally the high evolutionary. No, like he no, no, is obsessively no. trying to pursue the perfect Logan, society. I feel like no, that's no, but Logan, but Logan, no, 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 but it does because Thanos tried to do a similar thing, right? He was like, in order for life to exist, this has to happen. And his whole reasoning for why he believes this is on my world, we tried it your way, it didn't work. We tried it my way, it I did. Think I, right? I, you have a, I definitely like at least a little bit of understanding. You have a perfect understanding of not only why Thanos wants to do what he wants to do, but also his conviction behind it, which is. It fucking worked on Titan, and he's seen the alternative. All we know about the High Evolutionary is what Rocket says, where he just didn't like things the way they were. But that's not enough. There's a perfect moment. Like, they need the Titan moment where they're on the planet, right? You need the Titan moment. There's a point, and it's not my only problem with the High Evolutionary, but, but there's a point where he says, there was a lack of God, and that's why I stepped yeah. in, right? Yes. I just would have yes. loved to see why the high evolutionary didn't believe in God. Like, I wear a cross around my neck, you know? Like, way, I would have loved way, to see the moment where... Like, you could have done... Yeah, let's get some done. theism in this movie. No, you could have done... I would have loved, like, a right, God butcher right. scene where, like... like yeah. Uh, not, like... But, like, where, like, his faith in God gets crushed or something like that. You could have done... There's you so could many have ways, done and I'm sure there's a reason in the comics, could, right? yeah. Like, I haven't read it. Of course there is. You could do such a simple explanation. It can be any number of small Maybe things, like but the fa- anything, but but not having that, I think, does his character more harm than I wish it did. Um, by the way, I think he's still a very good villain. There also are certain things introduced about him that never go anywhere. The biggest one being that he's also being operated on before Rocket um, totally fucks up his face. And they never explain that. I also think, like, the power scaling is way out of proportion. They haven't been good movie. with power scaling in a little bit. No, no, but I think they take it to a degree here where do? it's like, no, yeah. no, 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 no
the high evolutionary no 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 no, but like just hear me out on this okay the high evolutionary fucks up adam warlock without a second thought right like i mean it's a joke like adam warlock fucks up the guardians easily and then the high evolutionary just treats him like a fucking plaything right dude like Like, kane got beat by ants like i think we're no 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 no, no, but we're not past that because yeah okay what the fuck because, because at least with Kang... my pants, bro. I'm so glad I did not watch that movie. <laughs> okay, well then, Wagner, I'm going to keep spoiling <laughs> it. Because, Logan, Logan, at least with Kang, they explain it because they say he doesn't have his time powers. He doesn't have the thing that makes him the most powerful villain. Wagner, you can un- undo Wait, doesn't he literally, like, smirk everyone the entire movie? Not, not, to, get to, not to get into Ant-Man Quantumania, but, like, isn't he, like... Defines. I, be... I want to talk about a good movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. With the high evolutionary, so he I fucks up Adam Warlock. He like eviscerates his that. entire ship. But then when it comes to Rocket and the Guardians, like and by, I love the scene when the Guardians are fighting the High Evolutionary. It's so cool just watching them be badasses together. It's too quick. I it's think that's why they get the advantage on him, though. Like, I think that, I think that was, I think that was intentional to right. not give his character any respect. And also, yeah. like, that's I interesting. Like when that's when push comes to shove, this man is empty. He is nothing. Yeah. And like that, you all you want to see, you I didn't need to you see a long extended fight. I needed to see them beat the piss out of him. Yeah, but I kind of wanted him to die in like a more brutal way. Although he did get his face ripped off. So like, I want to yeah. throw something out there and I want to see what you guys think of it because this was a discussion yeah. I was having with the people I saw the movie with. Do you think the High Evolutionary was smart enough in this movie? No. Ooh, Do you no, think he was smart was, enough? I was waiting. I was waiting. I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I was waiting for everyone to talk before I said something similar to this. But Logan, you yeah. Can't. Although Logan, that although Logan, like although Logan, we were talking about, which is like this guy has like almost like right, like Rocket, like for some reason gives him the last key. But like this guy yeah. has almost mastered evolution, operates on himself, on countless people, literally has an entire team working for him, has, has built up control of gravity. Like, can control gravity. He just controls gravity. He's like, no reason, by the way. They don't explain that at all. No reason. No reason why. Logan, here's that same response. Right? Like, was I the only... He's not. It's not being a dumbass. It's the entire movie. I actually think they do this really well. You see him just... He's a psychopath, right? Like, by by definition, he is a psychopath. He enjoys torturing animals. Like, checks every box. It's it's not that he enjoys it. It's that he's unempathetic. To, like, sure, sure. He just, like, no empathy. Because right? yeah. it's all in his goal, right? And yeah, that's yeah. the psychopath. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. No empathy. Yeah. Um, he is driven completely insane by this idea that's because he's all about control, right? That's what he really wants at the end of the day is complete control over evolution, over life's imperfections, whatever. Again, would have been helpful to know why, but whatever. It's the fact that one of his imperfect creations got the better of him. Right, that's something that he deemed inferior and imperfect and an affront to everything he believes in beat him. And he can't fucking stand it. And so it just keeps, and every time Rocket gets away, every time he hears about the fucking Guardians of the Galaxy, it just pushes him further and further over that edge to the point where it's not that he's stupid, he's lost his fucking mind. Because he cannot believe that he of all people, the, the definition of perfection, is getting beaten by this 
fucking lab experiment. Like that's what he cannot deal with. And I thought that was a really interesting dynamic. I love that they went into his psyche and like, we actually got to see that conflict. Could he have been a little more like conniving? Sure. Right. Probably could have. I just never he, saw that version of him, you know, like I feel like throughout the movie, we never saw the version sure. of him that ha- is in the, is in the place to perfect humanity you know what looking at him too much as like general genius knows everything and not enough as science genius yeah right the science genius is not the same as like he's not a strategist he's like a strategist yeah i I, I know i wasn't saying he needs to be like thanos like master of all i don't know i just never george uh, washington I think yeah, I, he just got to a very high place in life, but and I don't know if I think it might be partly connected to what you're saying in terms of his motivation. But I never thought it was earned. Yeah, I, I got to I I couldn't really put my finger on it during the movie. Um, my my two biggest critiques were first the I'm glad Jordan you brought that up because I, I obviously totally agree with the uh, the like backstory point. Um, it's the first time in MCU two when they like didn't do that. Like, I was just waiting yeah. for the moment, and it just, like, never came. Um, and I think that totally just, like, it totally undercuts, like, a moment that, like, I guess isn't necessary, but, like, would have been cool. Um, I think it's necessary. Yeah, to, like, yeah I, I, maybe it is necessary. Like, yeah, whatever. I, 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 I thought it was a total mess. Um, yeah, I, I kind of got to agree with Logan because they're trying to balance this, like, pre-rocket evolution high evolutionary and post-rocket high evolutionary because there's the two stories going on um but this the high evolutionary that's in the actual like time of the movie is all like is the psychotic high evolutionary the entire time and it's been like 20 years of psychotic high evolutionary like and so it's just like the timeline of that then jordan like when I started thinking about it more and that like, cause I was seeing the like psychotic breakdown, like he's literally crawling on the ground to rocket yeah. cage. And like his like people like are like, you can hear the noises and stuff and they're trying to like calm him down and like get him, but he's like lost it. That what rocket said was right. And you can see his reaction instantly, right? Like, and I think they're setting that up well, but then, then tying that back into what he's been doing this whole time. And like he just like let rocket escape and then like never found him and also like i get that he's not like master of everything but like like he's a pretty good general at least like he's got a whole freaking like giant ass ship and like people were following him like dead loyalty you know what i mean like his whole army like has built all these civilizations and i get there's like a science and general difference but like at the end of the day, like, he's a war general, you know, like. He's not. He's not a war general. He has an army of literal mindless drones. He has a couple of security guards, and he's a team of scientists. He's a, he's a scientist. If an experiment doesn't work, he kills it. Like, no, he hasn't he's built all the civilizations. Guy. He's built one. And when it starts to fail. He hasn't he built one. He, has, he hasn't taken over civilizations is what I think you're yeah, yeah, he's, thank you. He's all of these conqueror. civilizations are. He didn't. He's not a warmonger. I, I don't know where you're getting yeah, that. He's, he's a not a general. general. All of the civilizations that yeah, he's been interacting with, including the sovereign, are ones that he made. 
Yeah. He's a scientist. I guess. And and I think and also and on your point with the young rocket, I I may be reading too much into this, but I I don't think I am. I think I have a point here. I think we're looking at two different types of obsession. His reaction to to watching Rocket get it right and actually like, figure out what he couldn't. I think it's actually a happy mania that he's in. Like it's pure glee at the fact that he succeeded. I think he's creating... offended. I think he's offended. Oh no. I don't, I think, well, sorry, sorry, let me rephrase, let me rephrase. I think he's offended when he takes Rocket and is like, how did you know? But when he goes to Rocket's cage, which is the part that Wagner mentioned. No, I think it's I all, think I think it's all offense. He's taking Rocket so. out of his cage to show him that he figured it out and then to tell him that he's going to kill him and all his friends. He, yes, you're right. He might be, maybe there's a little bit of certainly anger in the reserves. But I think, but I think the, the broader stroke here is, he finally figured out a way to make it work, right? I've been like, I'm going to kill you, whatever. The obsession we see with him in in Guardians 3 in the main timeline, which you're right, maybe could have been done better. Maybe we could have seen the gradations a little more. That obsession is pure fucking fury and rage that he of all people is being beaten by this. But there's thing. also, and this was my, this is the last thing I was going to say. Um, hmm? There's this plot point um where he's motivated to get rocket because he thinks that rocket's brain is the key to the next great society yeah which i i i get like they were saying they said something it's about little, like the, the yeah. line that they, the, the line that they, the line they're trying to go for it with is like that civilization needs to be able to like build new things that they haven't thought of yet. That makes sense. That's, like, pretty integral to but, human but, existence. But to, to assume that, like, counter-Earth people, like, aren't able to do that, like, they clearly well, have, like, a not. pretty high-functioning society, you know? Like, I, there's, like, drugs and But shit. not more high-functioning. Yeah. He, that, he that's the perfection. thing, is that he wants he's chasing Yeah, I know, but is Rocket's brain, like, I guess he's, like, acting irrational, and that's the whole point, and then, like... Well, it's I mean, all, it, it's also the stuff. next step, right? Yeah, it's just the next stone in the in the path. But also, Rocket is one of the smartest people in the universe. Like, and Mahabushri's whole point is if you can take that level of intelligence and insert it into a being that doesn't need food, doesn't yeah, need sleep... Yeah, other intelligent... It, yeah, it doesn't quite make sense to Rocket's, too, like, the you know only... I mean? Like, like... There's like it was just I, it, I guess. I think it's, it's the obsession with Rocket that like this thing beat him and yeah, so yeah, I guess. And I guess he thinks he's the I, I like that. since Rocket beat him, then Rocket in his head is the smartest thing in the world. So like Yeah, I like that. I also am so fucking thankful that this movie did not introduce yet another society or civilization or whatever that's been around for a thousand years. Me personally, years. I think the High Evolutionary should have been a secret society leader. But Die. I that's thank, thank God they just made a fucking villain without being like, and he's been behind the scenes for fucking a thousand years. No, also, technically they did that with the Sovereign. <laughs> but, no, who cares about it? Come on. It's not like... The other, the, it's the other not thing that also was this. catching my eye, this didn't take me away from the movie, and like you can't let it take you away from the movie because it's like a little ridiculous, but like, what do you think his reaction was when half his fucking living shit disappeared? <laughs> huh? When Thanos snapped, oh, and like, oh, yeah, I literally lost like half his shit, 
Like, or do you think the high evolution disappeared? I don't know. Like, I, it was just. Like, I think. I think it's like uh, weird. Yeah. Considering. No, no, no. I don't think it's like. No, no. I don't this think it is, takes away. This one to bring up. Like, I, Sorry, I'm actually so glad you brought up Thanos because I I totally forgot about this point. Real quick, back to the point about motivation. This would have been the perfect setup to actually have the snap impact the future of the MCU because all you had to say is that the high evolutionary like witnessed what the snap did and whatever. No, but and Rocket's Rocket's origin story is pre-snap and he's been doing it for a thousand years. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Right? Like, he's been doing it for yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's but right. That's but right. I, I just, I, yeah, yeah. It was just, it was. And he controls right. gravity. Because uh, whatever. So does a dog um, too, by the way. No, Cosmos yeah. is a telekinesis. Oh, I actually, this is such a small point, but I love that James Gunn, instead of, like, obviously there are a ton of cameos in this movie, from, like, Howard the Duck to the fucking um, salesman from Guardians 1. Did anybody catch that? No. The trinket salesman? The trinket yeah. salesman who sells yeah. Yondu he's his trinket. Cards. Yeah, he's playing cards oh, in the movie. What? It's crazy. But I love that then I, I love that James Gunn then takes other characters that used to be just cameos like Cosmo and actually makes them characters. And like Cosmo was really enjoyable. Yeah, but I thought the good dog, dog stuff was so funny. Much. Yeah. Um, and also casts his brother, wife, and Nathan Fillion in every project. Because yeah. <laughs> of course he does. Um yeah, by apparently a bunch of the Guardians cast members are gonna go to the DCEU. Or DCU, so we'll see what happens. No, there. Uh, it was at least one. Yeah, it'll be multiple. It'll be well, Patrick. Here's probably his brother. <laughs> probably his brother and his wife and Nathan Fillion. <laughs> and yeah, apparently, I mean, Nathan Fillion was in. Suicide. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, Bradley Cooper as well, because Bradley Cooper was saying. Also, his like, wife is in Peacemaker. Yeah, yeah. But I think Bradley Cooper as well, because he was saying that like he's like been talking to Ben about it. Um, what? Let's get to the ending of the movie. Do you like, think they should have ended it darker, or are you happy? So this is the big question, because going into this movie, like Patrick and I, I think, have had 10 discussions about who was going to die in this movie. And like all of us assumed Rocket, because, you know, they basically said that Rocket was going to die. Um, I thought, like, probably maybe Drax as well, or, like, Mantis, or, like, whoever. Uh, so I expected them to die. I expected a lot of death in this movie. Given the movie we got, I don't think anybody should have died. I think, I think it works, ish. I think like I think, wait, most, sorry, we're talking about most, the ending now. Yeah, yeah. Logan asked the question. Died. Oh no, one does. Yeah. Okay. I think I think most of the characters get endings that I like. Rocket and Groot certainly do. Um, Quill, I, I like his ending. Gamora, eh? But we've already talked about that enough. We've talked Nebula, about Nebula, Nebula, and Drax. Uh, Drax's ending I like more than Nebula's, but it doesn't bother me. Mantis's also doesn't really bother me. It's it's less about like the individual endings and more just the collective idea of the Guardians parting ways on their own terms and each member of the Guardians doing something to genuinely help themselves and heal after the last 10 years. And that I really like. And I like that like... You know, the ending scene of them all just dancing and being a family. I think that accomplishes it just so doesn't it just you just you're like, yeah. It like, reminded me of the Lord of the Rings, uh Yeah, it's a lot like the Lord of the Rings ending where it's like, you know what? If this is the last time I see these people, they went out with a bang, and that's awesome. And I'm I'm totally fine with the Guardians having a happy ending. Because at the end of the day, 
the Guardians aren't the Avengers. They have never been the super heavy-hitting, you know, characters are just dying and like, that's not what the Guardians are meant to be. And despite this movie being the darkest MCU film ever, they still at the end bring it back to the core identity. Of I mean, the John Krasinski got like... Do you mean? Do you think it? I think Multiverse of Madness is darker. Though. Yeah, I think. Not even I think this is sadder. I think this is the darkest MC, or maybe sadder. Yeah, yeah, it's psychologically darker. I think the comparison to Lord of the Rings can go a little yeah. bit deeper in that you have kind of a depressing movie with a lot of animal cruelty and just yeah. like not really a whole lot of wins going on throughout the movie. Um, and you can you can end it on like them dancing yeah. and laughing and everyone 100%. getting their nice little bow because yeah. it was so dark. If it was happy laughing the entire time, I would have had different issues. Yeah. But yeah. you know what? It like also, no one needs to die. Also, it, the yeah, dance is well earned. You know, like it's just it's just yeah, well, it's well earned. The one the one I I they stretched out Quill in space. They stretched out yeah. that moment. Yeah. Bro, where is the helmet? Where is the helmet yeah. in the rock? Where is yeah, the, I was wondering what the helmet was. <laughs> the I like that was pretty Star useful. Lord. He has the guns, <laughs> the helmet, and the rocket. But that's like yeah. literally all he has. Like, yeah. That's so, literally all he can do. Was I the only one who totally thought that Gamora was going to go out to get him just like he got her in the first movie? Yeah, I thought that like, was, was her the only one. was fucking Adam, yeah. bro. Like, yeah. During, like, the Sistine Chapel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, 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 I think, was a miss. I think if you do that... Total scene, miss. I was know. fine with it. I nah, thought it was nah, okay. it no. Where is this helmet? No, no. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Have his helmet or his rocket boot. No, I think if you do that scene, you can say, like, whatever, he doesn't have his helmet. Like, who cares? Bro, I think if you're going to do that like, scene. I get it, bro, but, like, come on, bro. Like, I think, well, okay, so two things, two things on that. If you're going to do this scene, I think you either do it where, like, Quill is the rocket and whatever, or Gamora goes to get him, just like a full circle moment. But speaking of, first, of full circle moments, if Quill is risking his life to get an iPod, and then Rocket has the iPod, and he says, oh, this one has, is, is particularly special to me, the song that you should fucking play is Hooked on a Feeling. No, I'm you're sorry. totally... That is no, not the anthem no. of Guardians of the Galaxy. Come and Get yes. Your Love is the anthem. Come and can we have yeah, thoughts? Hooked on a feeling is the one you use for marketing. Come and get your love is the actual. I will say though, if that scene is Fun. just like Adam Warlock, like his face blew up, bro. Like that dude. Yeah, cool dead, dead. Bro. Like cool. I thought that I thought he was gonna be like permanently disfigured or something. Oh yeah, I was I ready for that, bro. Like, I thought he I thought they were gonna go like Quill, like like he's ugly now or something. He's ugly now. Like, no, 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 the real loss of the end of Guardians. <laughs> you forget the darkest ending. Way too. You dark. forget that they casted Chris Pratt as Star Lord, and that that's <laughs> not an option. Pratt, it's in his contract. They just cast Chris Pratt. They casted a very fat Parks and Rec. Yeah. Pratt, and then told him to just get. Yeah. No, no, no. But if they yeah. just like, if they had just been like two less seconds of Quill in space yeah. and then Adam saves him before he like dies, which he like died in space and like, then he, he was like totally fine. Like no one even went for a med pack. You know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> God, like, by the way, what the, were those med packs? Did I miss that? Did I miss the, the med way, packs I that you wrap that. around something and press a button and it yeah. shows? <laughs> 
Dude, you know it would have been really useful in fucking Infinity War when Tony got stabbed through the fucking chest and got an infection? A med pack. He walked it off anyway. What are you talking about? <laughs> he really did walk. But, like, it was an amazing scene, and, like, the movie was too good for me to, like, really actually critique it. But, like, just, like, five less seconds in space. Yeah, there are a yeah. couple moments like that. Just because I, I had a bunch of small things. They're, like... And it's really, they do not impact your enjoyment. Yeah, yeah, not movie, at all. But not it's like, all. from yeah, an objective yeah, stance, you gotta, like, like if you're actually taking a look at things, you have to address them, which is conveniences and, like, intentional yeah. stupid decisions, like Drax being like, hey, Manus, let's get out of here. <laughs> when, yeah. when he's supposed to be guarding his friend who's on, who's on death's door, and, and she's like, literally on life gonna support. take the motorcycle back to the ship, and he's like, uh-huh, we are. <laughs> yeah. It, it's like, Stupid decisions like that. Um, also, conveniences like them happening to fall into the enclosure with the children, and all it, it's it's like yeah. all right. If you stop and you look at things from an objective point of view, it it doesn't like hold up a hundred percent. But I don't want to harp on it because it really doesn't impact. That was a big ass cannon in the eye of the skull. Dude, big four. ass cannon. They had four uh, what, barrels. Four I thought they were yeah. just going to keep going. I thought they were going to be like seven. <laughs> at the end, I was it's just like a tiny little. Thing. Yeah, no, I was really. Fully That's what I thought was going to be. I thought that would have been funny as hell. I, think, I, I thought they were going to go oh, there. One other funny. thing that I just thought was cool. Um, it was like the first time in the MCU where the language barrier was a big thing. At least in my recollection. Um, oh, well, like, it was the, just, yeah. It was, it was, I, I didn't know what you guys good. thought about I'm that. Glad. It was just the first time in the MCU where, like, I didn't, like, really mind I, it. I think it, it was just was because it, it were secluded societies, right? Yeah. yeah. That was a really yeah, long scene outside. where they were trying to communicate with the. Yeah, they were in there for yeah, a while. Um, a long, long time. time. With the kids you know what I did and think? with the. Yeah. the I will say, what I did think was, was really nice um, is. I don't know if you saw the interview with James Gunn, but at the end where Groot says, I love you guys, yeah. Groot actually still says, I am Groot, but it's just it's that just we that as the, the audience, audience is, is, is finally understanding oh. him for the first time, which I thought was really nice. I thought that was a really nice moment. There were, um, there were a couple of Groot lines in this movie, and this, this isn't something that I've noticed in past movies, because I swear to God, normally they do some sort of like voice modulation or whatever, but he, he would say the lines and I was like, that's just Vin Diesel. Talking. I didn't notice that. <laughs> there were a couple. We're like, all right, <laughs> uh, I, uh, I, I have oh, one. He gets paid so much to just say. I have one big, like big point, big question okay. that I question? wanted is to this, ask. And is this what you sort of used big... before we started? The yeah. Board? Okay. Um, I think we're gonna do some revisionist history here. Let's say, uh, the past couple years. Of movies have not come out since Endgame. Okay. Let's say let, maybe No Way Home. No Way Home came out or something like okay. that. I think this is the movie that should have in that it should have ended the MCU. What? Wow. I think Guardians three, if the past three years of movies had not happened, should have ended the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So you would have had the last MCU movie. Wait, so like Endgame, then this, then we're done. Yeah. So you would have had. So so hold on, wait, wait. So if I'm hearing because to I, me this is this is the resolution movie of the MCU. I wait. don't see the MCU ever doing resolution better than this. So you're saying so? Just real clear in your revisionist history, Endgame resolves the general broader conflict. 
Spider-Man No Way Home resolves Spider-Man. This resolves the Guardians, and you would have the MCU just end, end. without any Patrick, of the main Patrick, characters. Patrick, because I think that the, I think the only loose threads from no, Endgame are the listen, Guardians. Wagner, I hear what he's saying. It's not crazy. Whoa, I disagree. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's whoa, whoa. but like no, it's no, a good. I like the idea. I I think he's yeah. right that like Ethan. Patrick, Patrick, I, I, back I, me I like up here, Patrick, bro, Patrick, Patrick. There is nothing that would make me more happier than this universe that you're speaking of. <laughs> like literally nothing that would make me happier. And I didn't think of this when I when you were because I don't think they're gonna ever resolution this skit. I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I would say resolution goes like like this, then Endgame, then like Infinite, like then um, Spider Man, I guess. But like like money is a thing, so like your dreams will always be yeah, dead. Exactly. But like, yeah. but like, no, oh. he's right. But Patrick, and I, and I don't think it's a it's a terrible thing that the MCU is going to keep going. But yeah. I think this should have been it. Can I ask gonna, one? Question? I just want to put it out there. Can I ask one question? If you're gonna if you're gonna do Endgame, Far From Home, No Way Home, Guardians Three, why not just end it with Endgame? Because there's two you loose can. threads. I mean, because because the Guardians are loose threads. I think. I guess you the, the Gamora stuff, and I don't. I don't. Hate, I'm not as far as Wagner of like that'd be the best thing ever, but like you are right about. I think you're absolutely right about the resolution point. I don't know how they do a better set of resolutions than Endgame, No Way Home, and Guardians Three. Because if I think about like the main MCU characters, everybody's story that I care about is wrapped up, and I could Every, save it like this everyone ended. The characters that and, I'm in and I could say that like I am completely satisfied just simply saying you know what the MC the universe obviously continues the Guardians will be doing their thing off screen Spider Man will do his thing the Avengers will do their thing and I never need to see it again yeah dude you and know I what really that's a good you know what point. really makes me like first thing Patrick I think this is the best take you've ever had in this podcast I'm just gonna say it. oh I'm gonna say it right here I'm totally question. with this and I, like, yeah, I yeah. I'll give you your credit because I didn't think of this. Um, you know what really like know. really rubs this in for me too though? Is guess what I like me and my friend, like I went with a bunch of friends, but like one of my friends is like also like a big movie junkie too. Um and when we walked out, you know what we saw? Like basically the first thing when we walked out of like the movie theater? Just this big fat the Marvels poster, bro. No, I was, I, like, I was just like I was just like, damn, I am not going to that no. movie. No, 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 but I want to talk about that. No, 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 dude, 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 you say that? You say that? Have you seen the trailer for the movie? No, I, 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 have, I have not seen the trailer. I, I don't... Okay, okay. I, I don't do, do, okay. do I give it's a like shit about Brie Larson? It's like minutes of my life that I want to... No, 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 but like you say that, but you say that? Do I care about Captain Marvel in the slightest? Of course not. Do I care about Monica Rambeau in the slightest? Of course not. Iman Vellani is so fucking good as Miss Marvel. She's so fucking good, and I am going to see this movie because she's just so enjoyable to watch on screen. But, like, you know, do we need the Marvels? No. Um, but, you know, Patrick, I think it's a, it's a very, very good take. It's your best take ever on the podcast. Well, I just don't, I, like, it's obviously, like, completely unrealistic. Like, it would never happen, but, like... Yeah, no, it would never happen. Yeah, but, like, but, like I, <laughs> I love the, like, idea. Like, I, I do think it's, like, like, I think those, like, Spider-Man and the, the Guardians are kind of, like, the loose... Threat. They're done. You know, like, Peter doesn't yeah. get his, like, ending it at all in fucking Endgame. You know? And, like, yeah. none of the Guardians really do, but, like, specifically, like, yeah. like just Peter. Yeah. I, I mean, I just looked at the timeline. Like, I couldn't find anything wrong with it. 
I yeah, mean, you, you I do think, lose like a couple of things that I've personally enjoyed, but I think like, like, right, well, like under I, I think Thor's pretty wrapped up too in Endgame. No, Thor's 100% wrapped up in Endgame. Yeah, Thor's wrapped up. Um, I'm looking You've at also... it like Black Widow went back in time and then they introduced some characters. Yeah. Doctor Strange was wrapped up in Endgame. Like, the, also, like, if we do it Patrick's way, we get to avoid Love and Thunder and She-Hulk and WandaVision. And like and multiverse of madness. Wait, did did WandaVision what? Is WandaVision on the what? On the bad list? Was after Endgame. Wait, you're saying WandaVision's on the bad list? That's what he said. Like, no, like, I think WandaVision's on the mid. Actually, uh, mid. Logan, I think this mid. is good. I think guys, I think we storm Marvel headquarters. Logan, 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 Logan. First thing, <laughs> we before you this. say anything, Logan, <laughs> I would have to point you to the first ever Excelsior podcast ever recorded, WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Um. For everyone who hasn't listened, go listen to that banger episode. I'm it not sucks. on it. I was not part of the podcast. The one that you nominated for worst Excelsior. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. You can't even yeah, yeah, anything. Sucks. The audio quality is terrible. I had not been introduced to the podcast yet, so it's insane. Playing your background music. Um, Literally, sorry, like, the three best things to ever happen in the podcast. I'm sorry. Did Wagner just make the point that the audio quality was terrible because he wasn't on the podcast? Wagner, what's the last episode you edited? Can I just say something? Can I just say something? What's the last one you edited? Something? Can I just say something? Just what's the last Can I just say something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. I, I, like I, I get that, but 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 I will say there has been a ginormous step in audio quality since the introduction of Ethan Wagner because of like in the first season era when we didn't have the booth, Ethan introduced personal mics for everyone using voice memos, and actually knew how to use editing software, which Jordan at the time did not know. What she has learned and, and is now an amazing editor. I'm not taking away from Curtis. Can we cut this? Really miss uh, can we cut this out of the can we cut this it's part? It's really Miss Rathis. Nah, fuck. Well, actually, I'm also I'm actually completely self-taught. Ethan needed help, but uh, you know it's okay. Decelerate the speed of learning. I um, actually edit a podcast now. No go subscribe to right? KSB, kind of sort of Brown in Chicago. Amazing ass podcast. Go listen. Plug. Let's put that shit in there. Um, just the worst out. version of Excelsior, but yeah, yeah. it's a totally. Uh, do we want? You're cutting all that out, right? Like none of that's staying in. I'll probably keep the part of like Jordan is an amazing editor, but other than yeah, that, okay, okay, just like honestly splice that in, like maybe like ex- add a little sound effect on either side. That's okay, exactly. or do the like do the like upside down audio throughout the rest of the episode, like a hypnotic sort of spell. <laughs> just Jordan is an amazing editor, and you have it like <laughs> deep in people's subconscious. Yeah. I think I yeah. think I the overall take though from the Wandavision episode was though that Wandavision was mid to slightly below mid, yeah. like kind of like J Cole esque. Yeah. I'll, I'll take sure. Uh, I think we should wrap it up. Um, final thoughts, ranking, or not ranking, but like score, and and we'll talk about it next week. Um, you know, uh, I'm, uh, I'm fine going first. Like, it's a great movie. It almost perfectly ends the Guardians, and it's was the beginning. I never, if I did not see any of the Guardians of the Galaxy ever again, I'd be totally fine with their story in the MCU, and that's the mark of a great conclusion. And it's probably the best mcu trilogy like because captain america civil war is not a captain america movie so i I would say this is probably the best mcu trilogy i'd say so even despite my major issues with volume two yeah may you can argue maybe iron man i i would i I don't think you i think it's i think it's a captain america versus um captain america isn't a trilogy well you love spider-man and Spider-Man would be my theme. I do love Spider-Man. I'd say, Spider-Man, right, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Captain America. Spider-Man. I, I, think, I think you underrate how much Civil War is actually Captain America. Guys, you're missing, like, like 
I would say three sevenths of Moon Knight is probably like the best part of like the probably the best part of Low key three sevenths of Moon Knight is so cat. The middle, the middle three episodes are not. Not yeah. You're all no no. You're all forgetting. You're all forgetting the best Phase Four project, which is Werewolf by Night. Um, but yeah. Anyways, yeah, big trilogy, Werewolf by Night. <laughs> um, it's probably it's definitely either the best or one fifty yeah, minutes special. Three. Definitely in the top three. Depends yeah, on how yeah. much. I, I, I think I think Spider Man and Captain America do not have a Guardians two. Um, yeah, and so I, 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 I also don't think they have a Guardians one though. That's personally. Patrick. Patrick <laughs> took the words literally out of my Winter mouth Soldier, as I was about Civil to say. War, homecoming. I don't. And not Guardians. I mean, one. listen. I don't want to like get into an argument about it. Because yeah. I think they're all good trilogies, but Guardians yeah. One remains my favorite. Marvel. Oh my god! It's my yeah, there is a reason. Facts. Years, by the way, I, we I put it at two. Like it's my second favorite Marvel. It's in the S. But I just think I just think there's other. I've been, I've been on the Guardians One wave. Yeah, no, we're all um, Guardians yeah. fans here. I'm not like arguing we're that any of those movies fans. I just listed are better. I'm just saying that like to say it doesn't have like really peak movies is ridiculous to say. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. I think they totally kicked ass. Uh. And I again, like I said, it's a. I think for me, it's a great conclusion. It has its flaws, but overall, it it accomplished it. Totally hit it out of the park. James Gunn, hype for DC. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, this. Really... This makes me no, more excited no, no, no. for Hold the future on. of DC than for the future of Marvel. Yes, Wackenor, not right. Flash. That's not no, James Flash Gunn. Flash is going to start the new DCEU, so I, I got to... I Hopefully well, it doesn't. That's not a James Gunn project. No, 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 Gunn. And also, be... that's more like Batman 4. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a Batman. 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 Um, no, I'm I'm hyped for Superman Legacy after seeing this because James Gunn is killing it. Um, I also will say I hope Marvel recognizes that this movie represents what we all love about the MCU, and it's getting and a bunch of positive. This movie is a product of a creative. Yeah, this movie is not the product of a committee. It's not the yeah. product of the Marvel story team. It is the product of James Gunn. That is the yeah. whole trilogy. They need to trust yes. creative. Yes, again. Well, not Taika Waititi, but anybody else. They they trust me. I was about to say. I was about to say. Don't Give say me they, should, yeah. they should get the four of us to make a Marvel movie, yeah. dude. Dude, Fantastic Four, Facts. right here. Easy, done. Facts. Yeah. Dibs on uh, the thing. Yeah, I was going to say. I feel like Jordan's the thing. Ah, uh, that's actually thing? true. I'm Mr. Fantastic. I'll be invisible. It's a human torch. That makes sense. Oh. I volunteer, guys. You don't have to. <laughs> uh, <you see> apparently, <laughs> I heard apparently Mila Kunis might be the thing. No, that was... Yeah, no. Was that to bump? I thought it was confirmed. That was Rumor Mill. Oh, Rumor Mill? No, it was Rumor Mill. No, the, like only thing that's been, the only thing that's been relatively confirmed is Adam Driver's Reed Richards, which I didn't like. Guys, I'm confused, though, because the last Fantastic Four just did it so perfectly. How are they going to, like, one-up that? <laughs> the casting in the last Fantastic Four was pretty great. They had Miles the Teller and Michael B. Jordan and... And uh, Chris Evans. Do you, think Ma, do you think he did a good job? Not, not that, was, that was the... Two. Michael B. Jordan well, I don't think he did it. I don't think he had much to work with. Yeah, he was given like one of the worst scripts of all time. Um, but yeah, anyways, the point is, I would, I would probably g- okay. That's wild. I would probably give this like okay. I'd probably give this like a solid nine out of ten, maybe a nine point one. Like, our scaling, bring our scaling is totally off. I would give it a strong eight. Really? So that's that's a strong eight. So like a nine by most people's standards. 
No, a nine by your standards and eight by everyone else's standards. So it's an eight. Eight and eight is like like so far on track to be top top three, top five in the year for me. Oh wow. Okay. I don't know. Maybe it's like an eight point five. I just I liked it. And and I also think after seeing so many shitty conclusions like Game of Thrones, um, The Walking Dead, like just so much shitty endings. Having being able to stick the landing, I think, is very important. Well, to be fair, those are proportional shitty endings because Game of Thrones is like here to here, whereas The Walking Dead, <laughs> I would say it's about on par with the rest of the show. Fuck off, Jordan. Can you check? Can you check your texts real quick, please? Your your iMessage texts. Um, yeah, sorry, I just texted this to Jordan real quick. That's a picture of a normal distribution, Logan. I need you to understand. What the Please fuck don't is share this with the mean? class at all. That what was, the fuck does this mean? Okay, for all you non uh comp sci slash specializations <laughs> and data science majors out there, um Logan just roasted the fuck out of Jordan. Oh, <laughs> that was a funny ass joke. Can somebody explain what the fuck he this means? I don't he get it. I don't get it. A normal distribution is basically saying that like within like two standard deviations should be like basically everything, everything. right? And if it's and so, if it's three but you just like you're you're like just like I don't know you're like dude, an expert. If you no, dude, go back you're to my low key and... like Lucas Jordan. Wow, damn, wow, wow. I, I didn't Great say take. it. I didn't say wow. it. Dude, I didn't Patrick say it. just had the two best takes of all time. <laughs> no, I'm say. sorry. Yeah. No, I didn't no, say it. no. We have the shit on recording. Go back through my ratings and most of them are like sevens and eights but fine i'll give cap. it a fucking eight cap. if it makes you happy cap i've never cap. no no cap. by all means jordan do your thing no, no, Mine also, it is. you know what jordan also, just because you said that i'm going back through every fucking episode and every, i'm on that shit in our studios it. and you're about to get fucked what is that it. shit is not like but sure yeah, go for it I, Good. Also, I heard a fine, fine. I'll give it a fucking eight point three if that. Makes by the way, happier. I'm giving it a nine point five. By the way, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I give a fuck. all my shit is nines on this on this podcast. It's, also, it's so rated. It's not. No, I also, I also, I heard a, I heard a take from Lucas, but I want your all's take on. Lucas argues that he is in the ninety fifth percentile of men, in terms of just. As a man, that he is more attractive in totality than ninety-five percent of men on the planet. I don't think that's a terrible take. Like, if we're talking pure attraction, mm-hmm. then like he's in totality. Like, that means in like, totality, dinner, that's he's like Lucas is a sexy dude, you know. He's like, he's like a sexy I, dude. I, I. If we're doing men on the planet, you have to consider about... like scurvy as a thing that people deal with, <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> Isn't like one third? I'd say an eight. Yeah, it is. I, I give it. I give it a strong eight. It is absolutely the movie that I wanted. I had issues, but I can set them aside. Yeah, hundred. Um, Would you give Wakanda forever? I don't remember. Whatever I gave it, I probably lowered it in my like in, in my. Year ranking because I, I do these Wakanda forever around a solid like four point two. You're so fucking stupid. Yeah, like, wait, I were know. you not? Wait, yeah. that's Did like we so weird that that's yet another really project like with a female protagonist that Ethan hates. True, actually, I was reading something about how Wakanda forever was worse because 
it had a female lead. And by red and something, I mean I saw red. It was an Ethan tense. <laughs> I saw red. <laughs> by Ethan. But like, you can also go to the Wakanda Forever episode. I think there's an episode on it. Or you I don't think we did one. I don't think we did one. We should. Talk, we did? I, I, can we, we do one now? About it. Because I, none of you guys like watched the oh, no, 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 no. You know what we did? No, no, no. It was on the holiday special. It was for the holiday special when we ranked them. We talked about Wakanda. Yeah, we did it on That's the holiday special. Um, so if you want to hear why Wagner hates female protagonists, go listen to the holiday special. This is not it's the talked about there quite a bit. For everyone who actually listens to the podcast. But I'm sorry that the MCU... I mean, you can go back through Hated Black Widow, Wakanda Forever. Can I talk about my thoughts we, and my we, final thoughts now? Or most no? importantly, did not like Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Did not like Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> Which is so curious. So curious. Um, Logan, do you want to wrap uh, it up or do you want me to go? Uh, I can go before you. Uh, like I said, I still kind of had um, some irks with the character interactions, which is probably why it's a little bit lower. Um, but I have it at seven point six. What the fuck? No, no, no. It was an okay. agree to disagree moment, bro. Like, like I, I, yeah, I yeah, flat yeah, out yeah, disagree yeah. with what Logan was saying. Oh, I thought you were gonna go a little higher. Than that, um, yeah, All right. yeah. It's your 9.5. I, I don't, I don't know. Like, whatever my like Excelsior like crappy. Logan. Yeah, yeah. Who fucking? Um, we really should like create. Yeah, we, we should really game. do that. But, but, but. Yeah how I'm more thinking about it and like how me and my brother were texting. Cause my brother texted me and that was the, that was the killer. That's why like, I hadn't sure, committed to watching fine. this movie, but then my brother texted me and was like, dude, you have to watch this movie. Like seriously, like you have to do it. And so like, I, I like texted him. I'm sorry. So I'm sorry. Hold on. So, so the this podcast, podcast, wait, so the podcast with like enough. your closest <laughs> nah, friends he, he in the world. He, wasn't like, the text was, this is one of my five favorite MCU movies ever. So just to be clear, all of I just want to say it would have been way more convenient to record earlier today for me personally. Yeah, and for me as well. It's like two o'clock okay. in the morning. Yeah. It's so, 10.30 for me. For, so for all of our listeners yeah, out there, you all just heard it straight from straight from Wagner. Uh, we're just not enough. We're just not enough for him to go okay, see a movie. Look, look, you know? look, 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 look. Right, I ahead, don't care like how popular a podcast is. Like I was not watching Ant Man, bro. Like that was not happening. Like, like it just was not. We're not talking about it, right? Okay, but like. Anyway, like my brother said it was a top five MCU project. Um, that's what he said, like probably a little bit of an overreaction for him. But like, and I'm just looking at our list and like. So this was an ask is where would you all put the movie in our rank? And so, so that's, that's more where. Is that um, on Instagram? That's more. Yeah, it's, yeah, on, it's on the Instagram. Is that on the at Excelsior pod Instagram? It is on at Excelsior pod. Also, you can also follow us on TikTok at Excelsior pod. We don't post. Wow. That. Anyway, that's crazy. Um. TikToks come out as often as episodes do. So, <laughs> um, so, so really where I see the cutoff get your hopes up. for this movie. And Instagram posts come out less than episodes. Can I, can I, can I, Say again, I, Ethan? Yes, yes. Yeah, you, I'm you in my final. I let all you do your – let me do my conclusion. Okay, so um, I totally disagree with Logan's um, thing wholeheartedly. Like I just – I'm on the complete opposite. I thought it was perfect characters mm -hmm. all across the board, um, including Gamora, which we talked about. But – um, where the breakoff for me is where I couldn't put it any higher. I don't know how low I would put it necessarily. I could not put it higher than Black Panther on our list. Um, you're that. Well, that's high? in the that's in the S tier. So. Yeah, dude, I'm <laughs> All right, way... you're looking about two tiers higher than I. Am. Yeah, dude, you're way for higher me, than I am. For I me, like... for me, it's somewhere that would be my absolute peak. I was just saying like, no matter what, like no variation, like if we were like voting on it and right. stuff and you wanted above that, like I wouldn't let that happen. You know what I mean? Like that was my like absolute cutoff for me. It's somewhere in the A tier. I liked it more than Ragnarok. And I would think about Spider-Man. 
I, so that's somewhere my peak. in my A tier, maybe I, a little bit closer to the back half. But yeah, like, I'm actually I'm okay with that. Yeah, my peak is I cannot put it above No Way Home. I think you could maybe argue it, but like the problem is No Way Home belongs in like the B or the C tier. The problem is that you have no soul. Yeah, I think it's right around there for me. I would put it and keep in mind that I think I said on the holiday special that I like a bunch of the A tier movies a bit less than you guys. I would put it probably right above Homecoming. Above Homecoming? Where was Homecoming? Interesting. But, and also, I still think that like Age of Ultron is a little too high. But uh, you guys can. Nope. Okay. Have, Age of Ultron we, is we actually might... too low. Age of Ultron is too low. <laughs> we might have cooked a little too we long on Age of Ultron. Too much Ultron. Um, but look, you guys yeah. can tune in at the. Yeah, we really did just hall. put it that high. Yeah. <laughs> we, <laughs> Age of Ultron. We, 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 we might have cooked it. It's, it's <laughs> a skosh overcooked. Just a tad bit, actually. That we might have gone well done instead of medium. Yeah, um, yeah. But you all, I would put it somewhere in that age. That that's kind of where it'd be. Yeah, whatever that number but, uh, is on the Excelsior rating, that's that's kind of where I'd have. Yeah, it's. it's I'm so dead ass that Voltron is too low. It's I'm too high. Also, guys, why don't we just guys? Why don't we just use this? Is how have we not thought of this before? Rather than do these stupid ass numbers, why don't we just say a fucking tier as the a numbers ranking? are only stupid because of you. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, <laughs> That's just like a good point. I don't know how else to get that across. Guys, it's all been downhill since like Invincible season one is the best episode, like is the best show ever. You know, like, oh, it's, it's still the worst down. take ever on this podcast, dude. That okay. Wait, yeah. my point, Jordan. I don't think that's good because I think what's good about these tier lists are that they're relative to themselves, right? Like, like all of mm. these movies, like aren't all like S tier all time movies. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah. But like when we're ranking MCU movies, that's generally. How I'm thinking. I that's think all, this list. I'm um, sorry to uh, the uh, old cast of Excelsior, but this list is like 20 times better. Than but you were on. But you were on. By yeah, the way, I know, I know. But like, it was like me and Jordan like trying to say stuff, and then like Justin Burrell yeah. like saying the like yeah. craziest like. Are you uh, talking about the original list? Yeah, the original we list. Are. Is crazy. But like using this Terrible. list, like I agree with a lot of we, it. So like, it's kind of an. You know what? You know, though, in a year from now, in the 2023 holiday special, you can see where Guardians actually goes. Uh, there's no chance. We Are we doing that? There's no chance. No, there's no, no of course not. Yeah, okay. No, no. Never. Oh, we're going to do like an actual like holiday special. Star Wars. Like, yeah, we'll do something. Sorry. That's, no, that's, that's going to be before that. That's got to be before that. All of the Star Wars no, guys, 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 guys. I want guys. you to know, Logan. Logan. No one else was Logan. Logan. No, Logan. I can. I hear you. Logan. 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 I hear you. Honest to God. I'm sorry. Every single time I tried to make myself watch the fucking Phantom Menace, I just stopped. I couldn't oh, no, do guys, it. Guys, so I'm I not never watching watched Phantom Menace either, Logan, dude. I no, am legitimately... No. I Logan, apologize. I'm not, I'm not watching any... No. I'm not watching... No, I will guys, watch guys. all of them. Guys, I guys, will. I guys, will. I will. Guys, we're gonna watch. We're all gonna watch all the movies, and it's gonna be when we're all back in person. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's no, no, when we start. Just, I was just because that that, that should be an in person yeah, episode. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Um. But uh. But yeah. I mean. I guess that's a wrap on this week's it could be episode the summer of Excelsior. Special. It could be the season three finale. The Fourth of July episode. We don't make enough content <laughs> to have two specials a year. <laughs> we do not. It's just every episode is a special. <laughs> the autumn equinox special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the May 7th special. <laughs> Where are we talking? Where are we talking?
Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, that is a. Uh, I have no more. Uh, yeah, no more. Stuff. That's a wrap. That is a wrap on this as a We'll figure out now what we're gonna do next week. Um, and uh, yeah, bye bye.